question. I'm on Twitter, Tall Man Radio. A lot to talk about. We're also on video, on Facebook as well, on my Facebook page, a live stream. So a lot to talk about, the offense, defense, and special teams. So we'll take a break here. We'll be right back, and we'll get it started after this one-minute timeout here on the Brave Sports Radio Network. Alcorn State. 74 people were picked before me in the NFL draft. To fight childhood obesity, United Way and the NFL are helping kids play at least 60 minutes a day. Okay, time for the team obstacle course. Yay! What this place needs is more healthy kids. To get involved or donate, go to unitedway.org slash play60. Now I get it. Football bands and one of the best fan experiences in the country. The Cricket BX Whack Challenge kickoff returns to Atlanta on August 28th along with special guests. College game day. Then Alcorn State takes on North Carolina Central with conference bragging rights on the line. Center Park Stadium is the place to be on August 28th. Come tailgate all day before enjoying a primetime matchup on the gridiron. You don't want to miss this. Check out MeaxWackChallenge.com for more information. Once you get to Alcorn, it's kind of like there's a place for everybody. I fell in love with the people. Overall, I just, I, I love the experience, whether it's personal, whether it's in education. Anywhere you turn, there's always a helping hand. People just going up and asking you, hey, are you new, are you lost, you know, and taking an interest. I would tell students if they want to be challenged, to learn and grow and be in an environment that is nurturing, in a place where they're not just a number, where people know you by name, then I would tell them to come to Alcorn. We are live here on the beautiful campus of Alcorn State University, WPRL 91.7 FM, and the Fred McNair Radio Show on the Braves Sports Network. We used to say Braves Sports Radio Network. That's because in years past, we've only been on the radio. But for the first time, we're trying something a little different. We're trying to keep up with the times, and that means streaming video, something that uh, Coach McNair, that I uh, I have no knowledge of, but that's why you hire the right people to do these things. And uh, we appreciate everybody joining us on the radio side. Jamario Brooks, our radio producer. Cedric Tillman, our video producer. You can't see him, but Cedric Tillman is off to my right with the video set up. So we appreciate one and all. We appreciate Jamario. We appreciate Cedric Tillman. Of course, he'll be on the sidelines for all the Braves football the entire season coming up, which is in Atlanta as we open up the season. Charles Edmund, Braves head football coach Fred McNair, joining us here on the Fred McNair Radio Show. You can give us a call, 601-877-6595. You can text a question, 601-348-7254. You can tweet a question. I'm on Twitter, Tall Man Radio. Coach Fred McNair, how you doing, man? We Five days away from uh, week zero. Five days. Now you can say officially less than five days. The game will start at 6 o'clock Central Time, and it's after the 6 o'clock hour, so a little less than five days before week zero. Talk a little bit about that and just getting ready for North Carolina Central. You're exactly right, Charles, and I think that uh, what we've been doing as far as, uh, as far as the team and the staff is, is preparing for this day. Uh, on Saturday, the 28th, to, to come out and play a real good North Carolina Central uh, football team. Um, we just have some more cleaning up to do as for what we're trying to do and establish on um, both offense and defense and special teams. So um, we're still touching base on some things that we need to take care of um, in-house. So uh, once we get to, to, to really just look in-depth this week at North Carolina Central, um, at their football program, what they have, uh, coming back at return starters and and um and everything else. So we are we're excited about where we're at right now. Um have another few more days to get better. Uh we tell the players you gotta get better each and every day. You know, we just can't take a, a step back. We just gotta improve each and every day. One of the questions I've been asked throughout the, this whole off season, even leading into camp and during camp, because of the fact it's been almost two years since we played a football game. You don't have to worry about getting the team fired up. It's about making sure they're not overhyped, overexcited, overdoing it from the excitement standpoint, which is not a bad thing, but it can be. And I was my explanation was just being out at practice. I never saw that. I never got that anticipation. I never heard a coach say, hey, calm down a little bit. I mean, it was kind of like a business-like approach, even though it's been a couple of years. Charles, you know, and the way these guys approach the game today uh, is totally different. 
so what we're trying to do is trying to get these guys excited about playing a football game as well as uh, trying to keep them calm and, and keep them um, not being so nervous um, in those situations that, that's going to care. You know, it's easy to uh, try to bring them down than try to get them up, as you would say. Um, I think these young men, are, they know how to approach the game. We've been in battles before, Charles, and these guys know how to approach the game as well. We've been in championship games, and these guys know how, how, how to approach the football game, and we're going to approach it that way. Um, I don't think that no coach will have to get these young men up to play. Uh, we'll be ready to play on Saturday, and then um, a few more days to work, and we'll travel to to Atlanta. You expect some some nervous energy. You expect these guys to be hyped up because it has been. But in terms of just overdoing it, that I never got that impression. But you know, come six o'clock Saturday, you know how amped up this this team will be. Oh yeah, I mean, if they don't have bugs in them by Saturday, Charles, then something's wrong. You know, so I expect everybody to have jitters and uh, and the way they the way they supposed to play. You know, you're just gonna be nervous at times uh, uh, for the young men who's gonna play this game. You know, for every game, you know, I, I kind of shake a few bugs off myself. So, uh, being as a coach, and I know the players do, do it well. So, um, we just got to make sure that, that, that we engage in them and, and keep them occupied with the things that we, we normally do uh, during the course of uh, travel and get to the hotel and, and get them situated and, and get them bedded down, Charles, and, and to kind of shake a few things and give them treatment, uh, feed them real good and kind of shake things off of them a little bit. How would you assess camp as we kind of dig into it here? Uh, we've had a lot of hot weather here. Temperature today was in the upper 90s. Heat index 110, 115. It's going to be that way the next couple of days. We'll back off the heat a little bit as we get to later in the week. We'll get back into the 90s. Uh, but the humidity might go down a little bit. But these next couple of days as you kind of get ready uh, to head to Atlanta uh, on Thursday, it, it, it's been hot around here, probably the hottest that we've had. How has the team handled that and how have they handled camp? I think that I think that what the uh, the medical staff is doing, uh, Miss Sarah and Miss Jasmine, uh, doing an outstanding job of keeping them hydrated and and keeping the kids watered down with the, with the fluids and and making sure their bodies is is, is um, putting in and, and and draining well. So I think that what we're doing as far as the heat wise, I'd rather for it to be hot um, than a rainy day because you know, on a rainy day we don't get a chance to work. You know, we just get a chance to just go in the gym and walk through on the floor, but on heat, hot, hot days, I mean, we, we can handle that. We can, we can put things in perspective and, and go outside and enjoy, enjoy the heat. Um, but like I said, you know, on rainy days, we, we, we kind of fudge on rainy days because we can't get a chance to do too much or, uh, on rainy days. And, and, you know, about three days after that, you know, it's kind of lead the fields in bad condition. So um, we work through it. So uh, the heat don't really bother us, and I think the players have adapted I think the first couple of days of camp was well, probably the hottest to us, um, you know, uh, during that time. Um, but we've been having some pretty, pretty decent weather. Um, we we're able to, to adapt to what's going on with the climate. So, what has impressed you the most uh, at, in camp here these first few weeks? You know, the biggest thing, man. You know, Charles. You know, adversity with these young men. You know, we, we go through, we go through thing, things with these guys and, and things that that these young men really need, um, you know, things of that nature. Um, trying to get these guys what they really need to, to, to play this game. Um, we, we have challenges. And, um, and adversity hits. These guys just, just, just brush it off and keep going. And that says a lot about these young men when they don't have the things that they need to, to play this game. And, uh, you know, just, just coming from that and, and, uh, and putting things the way it should be, if, the, if, we, if we get these young men the things they need to play, the, play this game, it'll be a whole lot easier, child. And I think we're cutting these student-athletes a whole lot shorter than, than what we really need to be doing. Uh, we got to provide for them. Um, they, they, they come, go to class, and, and do their work and, and get the GPAs up to 3.0 and a team, a cumulative. And, 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 you know, they deserve a whole lot more than what they're getting, Charles. And, and it just, it's just as hard to me as a coach to see this. You know, uh, we got to do better. And I know it's I know it's tough, and they they've been able to, to to fight through it. And I was asked on a podcast last night about about what's what's going on in terms of getting the team ready, hadn't played. And one of the things that you've talked about, in spite of that's that's the one phrase that I've used you know, last night and throughout the course of this off season. In spite of whatever's going on, uh, your team's been able to fight through it. And you just can't tell just by being at practice. You know what, Charles? As coaches, and and, and we we have a real good 
knit, real close-knitted staff. And as coaches, we, 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 we instill that in those young men. No matter what sets in front of you, it's just an obstacle that you have to climb over. Um, you know, but you still have to keep moving forward. And that's what we try to teach the young men each and every day throughout life. There's going to be challenges. Um, you know, we just have to just keep working and working and working and, and making sure that we're providing as well as coaches. And um, But, you know, as coaches, we need we need help too. We need help too. We need help getting through that process and making sure these student-athletes getting the right thing they need. Um, so we, we got to make sure that we're doing the right thing by the young men um, that play this game and work hard each and every day that we drive them to work hard. And, and, and that, that's, that's just it. That's in perspective. That's that's in a nutshell, Charles. We're going to take a break right here. Marquise standing by. We'll get to Marquise coming up. And, of course, we're going to break down this Braves football team. I've got my depth chart, offense, defense, special teams. We'll talk all about that when we come back after this timeout here on the Braves Sports Network. Football bands and one of the best fan experiences in the country. The Cricket BX Swack Challenge kickoff returns to Atlanta on August 28th along with special guests. College game day. Then Alcorn State takes on North Carolina Central with conference bragging rights on the line. Center Park Stadium is the place to be on August 28th. Come tailgate all day before enjoying a primetime matchup on the gridiron. You don't want to miss this. Check out MeaxWackChallenge.com for more information. Don't worry, 74 people were picked before me in the NFL draft. To fight childhood obesity, United Way and the NFL are helping kids play at least 60 minutes a day. Okay, time for the team obstacle course. Yay! What this place needs is more healthy kids. To get involved or donate, go to unitedway.org slash play6. Back to the Fred McNair Radio Show right here on the Braves Sports Network. Um, we're streaming for the first time ever, trying to do the streaming thing to see how it how it works and i hope you enjoy it uh we'll be working through some things we'll have some different type of stuff uh, to bring you on the video side of the house cedric tillman our producer uh is to my right you probably can't see him but uh, he's off in the background doing his thing and on the radio side the one and only jamario brooks on the buttons uh on the opposite side so we have a call marquise joining us here let's uh check in with marquise good evening how are you Marquise, can you hear us? Oh. Well, I think I think we lost Marquise right there. Okay, so a call back, Marquise. All right, so coach, let's uh let's get into, if you will, uh the offense. And let's talk a little bit about that. Felix Harper, uh twenty nine hundred fifty four yards, thirty three touchdowns. Talk a little bit about it. Exciting young man to watch play Charles. Um uh, you know, every day in practice he's always uh, if he if he make a bad throw or a bad play or something, he want to redo it over. He want to get it right. Um, he's going to be very excited to watch this year. Uh, leading this team at the, at the quarterback ham, he's a very intelligent young man. Uh, small in stature, but he got a real big heart, Charles. Um, this young man, he, he goes out and practice hard every day. And you know, I, I always do something during the course of practice with him just to just to rile him up a little bit. I just can't seem to do it, Charles. So he's a very cool quarterback and. Um, um, as this offense go, Felix will go as he go. 33 uh, touchdown passes, Coach. 2,954 yards, 33 touchdowns. As a quarterback yourself, what's the biggest improvement in his game that you've seen over the last couple of years from what we saw him in 2019? Well, he, he can um, he can dissect the defense, Charles, uh, in the passing game. He does a real good job of it. Uh, he studied films, and, and um, he's his biggest – critic uh you know um he, he he critique himself very very highly um but you know just knowing where the ball need to go right now he done he knew that just as soon as it hit his hand so uh, that's what excites me because he already know where it's going before it hit his hand um as far as the coverage and and everything that defense will get him so i mean you 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 got stats like that charles um and you're only gonna get better um this upcoming year so uh he's gonna be a, he's gonna be good for us this year uh, tell the offensive line, you know, we just got to keep them up right. And in the backfield, and we'll get to that in a moment, but the biggest question, Coach, coming out of this 
camp was the backup quarterback. Who is the backup quarterback? What's that going to look like? Who will be the backup quarterback going into this season? Well, you know, the biggest thing, Charles, when, when you talk about quarterbacks and you talk about the number one, the number two, number three guy, is that I'm more concerned about who's going to be the number two. I, I don't too much worry about Felix. Um, you know, he, he's um, he's already marked and, and to where he's going to be that guy coming going into the first ball game. Um, but the number two guy, you know, the bounce is still out right now. Uh, we're still working. I think uh, we got – we got Trey Lawrence, we got uh, Cole Williams, and we got the uh, the transfer from uh, Memphis, uh, Quinn, Marquise Quinn. Uh, he's gonna be good. Uh, so we're still working on those guys. I think Coach Gray is doing a great job of of using those guys uh, the way he should use them, rotating them in and out with the ones, uh, with the twos, and um, so we'll know when it, we'll know on on Friday. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> we'll know on Friday when when that number two guy. Has really separated himself, and I think that that we're seeing spurts of 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 all of them. Uh, they bring different things to the table, uh, so we're just gonna continue to work those guys, and until we just really say this gonna be our guy number two, uh, maybe game day before you know that, Charles, and hopefully we we win a whole bunch of them, the, the numbers, the scores up, and we can put one in <laughs> to give them some action. So uh, those are the things we're looking for. We're just still searching right now. Got to identify some more things. Like I said, Coach Gray is doing a, a phenomenal job of uh, of getting those guys ready. Yeah, I would think um, with what five days left, someone would separate themselves. And even in the spring, that was a that was a big question mark. No one had separated themselves. Jiren Russell, who was vying for maybe the backup spot, you know, transferred. And yet here we are, just a few days left before we kick it off. Still, that that battle's ongoing. You know, the biggest thing is Charles and and, and all of them right there. They they they're not far off. Um, we, we're still we're still looking for some things to uh, for that position, and uh, they're they're neck to neck right now. They're not far off, and uh, hopefully, you know, that job will be solidified here very soon. All right. So as we look at the backfield, Nico Duffy leading the way there, the sophomore from Tampa. What impressed you about him two years ago, and what does he need to do, obviously, to to rise it up another level? Well, Nico, he he put on a little weight. He put on a little weight, Charles, in his upper body, um, and uh, he's he's bringing a little bit more to the table than he did last year uh, in the blocking uh, scheme of everything. So he's 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 worked on his protection, and I saw a lot of it during the course of the spring, um, where he stepped up and blocked defensive ends and linebackers. So. I'm looking for exciting things on Nico. He buffed up a little bit and looked really good. Uh, he's been running the ball well during the course of camp and, and doing things that just Nico needs to do to, to be that, that running back. All right, so backing him up, you've got uh, Jonathan Bolton. We've got two Boltons in the backfield, and we hope both of them will live up to their last name, Bolt, Bolton through that line of scrimmage. So talk about that as well as Leatherwood and Anderson in the backfield. I tell you what, um, Stafford Anderson, he, he's, he's been very good uh, during the course of the spring too, Charles. Um, in camp, uh, had a good spring, had a good camp. Um, Look for big things. He's more of a, a heavier back than Nico Duffy. Uh, there you want to have it uh, like a, a lightning and thunder deal, you know, uh, one that's going to pound the ball, but he's kind of slashy. Um, Austin Bolton, um, he's, he's, a, he's a good running back. He, he, he had a great uh, camp too as well. Had a good long run in the scrimmage um, on other day. So, uh, and John Bolton, you know, he was injured uh, last year a little bit in the spring, um, but came out and had a great camp, I thought. Um, you know, doing some good stuff and protection. And so we just kind of continue to, to mold these guys. And Leatherwood, a little freshman, man, I tell you what, the sky's going to be the limit for that young man, uh, Charles. Uh, he's going to do a lot of good things in the course of the years to come. Who would be the, the big fullback? Third and inches, you need to get that tough yard. Well, you know, hopefully the biggest thing is with Stafford Anderson, um, uh, Charles, that that we can we can mold him in to be that that downhill pounder, uh, as well as he's a slasher runner too, so he can get that he can get that yard for us. It's going to be all predicated on young man's up front, Charles. That's what it's going to boil down to: how well the old guys can open holes up front. Um, you know, those guys have been they've been together for a couple of years now, Charles, and. And hopefully we put all this together with Elliot Ratton, um, coaching offensive line, uh, to get the, the right combination um, in the first five starters and, and back up as well uh, to where we can move some people around and, and open some holes up and protect the quarterbacks. All right, so we're going to go with the receivers in a moment, but let's talk about up front. Talk about what's impressed you about our play up front during camp and 
who will, who are the five up front that'll protect these guys? Well, right now, you know, we got um, we got Wanya Morris, uh, Will Reddy, um, Mia Bourne, Joy, uh, Columbus Willis, and Eric Sherrod, and behind him, Javon Lofton. So Elliot's still working on some things with that offensive line there, Charles. But you know, I, he worked miracles, and uh, he know what to do with that offensive line. So. He's going to have them ready to play. Whatever combination we come out with, they'll be ready to play. They'll be ready to move some people around. Uh, the biggest thing with that offensive line, they came in um, pretty much in good shape uh, as far as their, their, their appearance. Um, but the other part, we're just getting in shape. We're going to, we're going to get, we'll get them in shape to, to play this game. But uh, those guys up front is going to be the key to our success as far as what we do on offense. All right, so let's get back to, and as we look at the line, uh, you have Moment, Ready, Joseph Milburn at center. And I remember a couple of years ago we were having, at times, issues with the snap out of the gun. Some some snaps would be the lob snaps, and that was kind of a, a concern. We were able to work through that, you know, during the course of the last couple of years. i tell you what, Joy Joy been very steady this whole camp with his snap, Charles, and uh, he's been doing a great job of, of getting the Felix the ball and, and hitting him dead in the chest with it. So uh, we're excited about, about him. Uh, Darius Smith has been doing a good job at the center position. And also Motor Steve Steve Carter in for the first time uh, playing that center position. He's been doing uh, pretty good there too. So uh, we just got to continue to work him and, uh, and, uh, through the rest of this week and see where we're at um, on Thursday. Um, we got a light day practice Thursday before we leave. So we're going to get these guys ready to play, Charles. They – uh, they really biting at the bits right now. You know, we done hit each other for a whole month. And uh, I think these guys ready to see another another color jersey um, than purple and gold. Got a bunch of receivers and tight ends to talk about. We'll take a break. We'll get to that as well. Andre Young will join us as well. He's on the line. We'll get to him coming up after this timeout. We'll take a break. Back after this on the Braves Sports Network. You don't fight fair, so we'll just fight harder. We didn't come here to play around. You're going down. Honestly, I hate you. I'm stronger than you. I'm more determined than you. We're going to beat you, cancer. Because the American Cancer Society is on our team. And together, we're unstoppable. My name is John Calipari. I'm Roy Williams. I'm Jim Behan. I'm Tubby Smith. And I'm a coach versus cancer. education what are you gonna do graduate and take some office job be like everybody else or will you dare do something different like be a teacher you could be my teacher you got the skills the smarts yes you you could be the teacher i never forget that'd be cool does that corporate job even have recess what are you gonna make of yourself what are you gonna make of me Don't worry, 74 people were picked before me in the NFL draft. To fight childhood obesity, United Way and the NFL are helping kids play at least 60 minutes a day. Okay, time for the team obstacle course. Yay! What this place needs is more healthy kids. To get involved or donate, go to unitedway.org slash play60. Now I get it. All right, welcome back to the uh, Fred McNair radio program. We are 91.7 WPRL and WPRL.org, the Braves Sports Network. Of course, we're on Facebook Live and the Black College Sports Network. So glad you can join us here. Uh, We're going to go to the phone lines here, and uh, we are working through some uh, brand new equipment that we've we're transitioning into, so we're doing some different types of things here as we get ready for the new season, trying to work through some of the bugs and kinks, so we appreciate your patience on that. So let's go to the phone lines here. Andre Young joining us on the line. Andre, can you hear us? 
Nope, no Andre. All right. So we'll uh, we'll come back to that uh, coming up here. All right, so, Coach, let's look at the receivers and tight ends, okay? Uh, you've got a bunch of receivers, a bunch of tight ends, and in short yardage situations. Talk a little bit about that. Let's start with the tight ends first. Well, we got Jeremiah Green coming back, and uh, behind him uh, we have um, Truck Griffith and also Wesley Danz, and also we have a transfer that came from uh, – uh, Pine Bluff um, and Jeremy Jeremy Brown, um, those guys are those guys are solid guys. Uh, Charles, the guys can uh, we can we can use in in different situations, uh, in personnel wise, and, uh, the way we see fit. I put it like that. So we we use them in uh, different personnels, and um, you know the receiving core is pretty much solid. Charles, and it, we've been we've been throwing the ball to Juan Anthony and Pringle and. Now we got uh, C.J. Bowler coming up from Vanderbilt this year. So looking for some good things out of those guys. We've got to think that Coach, uh, Co- Coach Phillip is doing an outstanding job working with those guys and getting them where they need to be um, for Felix. Um, and just going to continue to work them, uh, Charles. Uh, Manning Jones, uh, another addition to our, to our slot receivers, along with Akeem McNair, uh, Tim McNair at the, uh, at the T position. So, Pretty much solid with these guys, Charles. I think that that what we've been doing in personnel um, situations and stuff like that, they're they're good for us. I hear a lot about Manny Flash Jones. They call him Flash. How fast is he? He can run, Charles. He he can run pretty good. Uh, we watched him on film when we when we signed him here, uh, running kickoffs and punts and, uh, and things of that nature. So if you're doing that kind of stuff, if you're kicking punts, yeah, you can run. Um, very elusive. Um, can get in and out of situations and and things of that nature. So we just have to find a way to find a way to get him the ball uh, in his hand, Charles. Well, of course, it starts with Charles Pringle. It starts and it ends with him. In the year that he had, I thought he had a really good uh, rapport with Felix Harper. It just seems like they they work great together. I really like that combination. It just just seemed like they've always all were on the same page two years ago. <laughs> A lot, of, a lot of the coaches say that the Charles Pringle be play watching. He see what it, what what the plays coming in, and then he moved to that spot. So he's just like a magnet, Charles. <laughs> he's very sticky, and 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 um and and you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, Fourteen touchdown last year, Charles is unbelievable. Um, off the radar. I mean, it just come out of nowhere. But he's been doing a good job. Um, he's working. He will continue. He works extremely hard, Charles. And um and you'll see and you see why that the ball seemed to find him because he he's a hard worker. Um, he want to be on every play, every play whether it's at the T, whether it's at his own position, or whether it's somebody else's position. He want to be in there. All right, so let's talk about some of the other guys. Uh, of course, your relatives, Tim McNair, Keen McNair. Talk a little bit about that. Well, they they're, they're solid players too, Charles, and they'll be they'll be they'll be bagging up. Uh, Keen will be bagging up Pringle. Um, Tim probably be bagging up uh, C.J. Bowler. Uh, at that T position, those guys are those guys are very exciting to watch too. Um, they know how to get open, and like I said, in, in this offense, someone is always open. And these guys, they work really good together, Charles, uh, and complement each other, and making sure that they're running their right properly to whether it's for them or not. Uh, they gonna get somebody else open, and that's what this offense is designed to do. Um, like I said, Coach Phillip has, has done a real good job in the concept and things in, in our routes and stuff like that and uh, getting them guys to, to be open uh, for Felix and the quarterbacks. All right, so I think we have Andre Young back on the line. Let's uh, let's see if Andre's back with us. How you doing, Andre? Good evening. Do we have Andre? We apologize for that, Andre. And uh, again, we are working through some things with our with our brand new equipment. Just some kinks to to work out there. Um, so let's look at the offense as a whole, Coach. One of the biggest things, and we talked about Felix Harper coming in against uh, McNeese, and we all know what he did. And we talked about his numbers. What are the what are the what are the one of the things that he can do to uh, to to make this thing even even more special? I, like I said, Charles, if we if we keep him up right, Charles, he's gonna make it special uh, because he's a, he's a very smart quarterback. Uh, that's one thing about him and him and his situation. Uh, he's very unique in what and the things that he can do. Uh, he can make every throw on the field. I mean, 
from the running backs to to the deep ball, uh, to the intermediate routes. Um, he can make everything on the field, Charles, and that's what that's what's so special about this young man. Um, his eyes are always downfield. He's not looking to run, um, but he can run. But he's not looking to run. And the biggest thing in that I've that I've uh, emphasized on them at the quarterback position, they got to learn how to baseball slide. Oh yeah. So uh, that'll take a lot of beating off for you. We understand the baseball slide, and I did see Coach Gray over there working with him on the on the luncheon pad, uh, the baseball slide. So now in the, in the course of practice, when they do break a run. That's what they do, the baseball slide. So I'm excited about that and just take some hits off of them and, and keep these guys upright the way we're supposed to be. All right, halfway through the Fred McNair Radio Show, we've got uh, defense and special teams coming up. We'll talk about that on the other side. We'll take a one-minute break. Back after this, time out here on the Braves Sports Network. Football bands and one of the best fan experiences in the country. The Cricket BX Swag Challenge kickoff returns to Atlanta on August 28th along with special guests. College game day. Then Alcorn State takes on North Carolina Central with conference bragging rights on the line. Center Park Stadium is the place to be on August 28th. Come tailgate all day before enjoying a primetime matchup on the gridiron. You don't want to miss this. Check out MeaxSwagChallenge.com for more information. Don't worry, 74 people were picked before me in the NFL draft. To fight childhood obesity, United Way and the NFL are helping kids play at least 60 minutes a day. Okay, time for the team obstacle course. Yay! What this place needs is more healthy kids. To get involved or donate, go to unitedway.org play 60. Now I get it. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Getting that college education, what are you going to do? Graduate and take some office job? Be like everybody else. Or will you dare do something different? Like be a teacher. You could be my teacher. You got the skills. The smarts. Yes, you. You could be the teacher I never forget. That would be cool. Does that corporate job even have recess? What are you going to make of yourself? What are you going to make of me? Welcome back to the Fred McNair Radio Program. And on Facebook Live, uh, we're running back and forth here just trying to make sure everything is, uh, as they say, everything is everything. Bottom of the hour. So let's pause 10 seconds for station identification here on the Brave Sports Network. way through the Fred McNair program. Uh, again, a new picture for me. I'm standing up uh, normally uh, on the radio piece. Uh, I wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't see all of that stuff. Uh, again, uh, we apologize. I know folks have been trying to call in. Again, uh, it's uh, technical, I won't say technical difficulties, just trying to make all these sources talk to each other, and it's uh, it's, 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 a, it's a minor issue. We'll, we'll get it all cleaned up as we roll forward all right coaches we look at the defense and what are the things that we've got to look at on the defensive end i the last time we saw our defense obviously the celebration bowl two years ago we know what happened there and uh you know i talked with cedric thornton about that coming back from atlanta and it just it was uh troublesome to say the least how much have we improved on defense, and what are some of the things that uh, we have to clean up as we get ready for this season and North Carolina Central? Well, I think that I think what Coach Thornton and his staff did on that side of the ball was was go out and identify some guys that can come in and play for us. Um, trans some transfers that we got in that that's really going um, that's really going to help us. Um, and that was the biggest thing, especially for that defensive end uh, position and. Um, some inside guys that that's going 
come in and uh, give us more depth at that position as, as well. So we're we're kind of excited um, about those guys that came in to to fill in those spots, and I think it's going to be great for us. I think we're having having fun with it um, with the defensive end position. I think Coach Moody is doing an outstanding job with those guys, is getting them working, getting them where they need to be uh, for for the zero week. Uh, inside, I think Coach uh, French is doing a wonderful job of, of making sure those guys are ready to play with their hands down. So um, it's going to be gritty, you know. Um, and and games are won in the trenches, Charles, and I think that's what we're trying to trying to win at uh, with what we've done um, during the course of the spring up until now to get these young men um, that we need to insert in those spots. All right, so let's talk about the individuals. Let's start up front. Um, who will be some of the guys you expect to start on Saturday? Well, you know, Myra Means, he's been solid for us throughout the throughout the whole spring. Um, he's played 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 the nose position for us. Um, you got Jacory Wren, uh, played defensive end for us. Uh, kind of missed him last year. Uh, one of the guys that that, um, that played defensive end position. Um, you know, uh, the freshman Devin Dawson. I think he. We're very excited about that young man. Um, he's a freshman, and he he got a high motor charge, and he, and he run like he run well. He, he run very well. So um, we're excited about all those guys, Charles. And um, we got a uh, transfer from uh, Monroe, um, Ivan White, um, big addition to our, our defensive end position. Uh, transfer from UTSA, uh, Solomon Wise. Um, actually, Jackson, his uh, dad played at Jackson State, so. We was able to get this guy here on the, on the reservation. Uh, look good too, Charles. I mean, he, he's a he's a good-looking young man. Um, so we're excited about all these young men that we have to insert uh, in our offense in the defense, um, which Coach Thornton has has done a tremendous job of of identifying the guys that need want to be here. You know. And so on the back end of the defense, as we get to that, we lost Cole. How how did that change the back end of that defense? You know, uh, the biggest thing is, uh, Charles, when when, you, when you're going out and you're looking for depth, when you lose somebody, and I think the safety was one of the biggest spots that we had more depth at, uh, at that safety position. And I think with Coach Thornton uh, kind of tweaked around a little bit and moved some guys around to, to make that back end fit uh, what he need to do. So uh, we're excited about K.J. Kensler, you know, uh, Trevor McCollum, um, and, 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 and Juan Taylor. Coach, I, 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 he could play – Probably in a position in the back end. Uh, he's a very smart young man, and and going to be one of our captains. Uh, he he's a good leader um, for that defense side of the ball, and and been doing a tremendous job. Uh, just had a conversation with him the other day, and uh, very smart. You know, the biggest thing is the coach. He said, "You always asking how we doing." He said, "Coach, how you doing?" <laughs> you know, and that, that's the biggest thing. These the, the kids are very good, Charles, and. Uh, and uh, you know they, they they have a way to make coach smile and everything, man. But you know they know um, Coach Mack got the best interest at heart, and that's why he got work so hard to to play this game and to make it work, um, whatever it takes. And um, and we're gonna get that done. And I think Juan Taylor will be the leader on that defense for us. What is the biggest improvement in what area? D line in the middle on the back end. What's what's the biggest improvement on that side of the ball? I think that I think that the defensive front. And I'm gonna always say that uh, whether it's offense or defense, it's always gonna live up front, Charles. It always starts there with those those young men that they have to fight that battle for keeping the linebacker clean for for tackles and uh, putting the pass rush on so the quarterback don't have that long to throw the ball for the secondary. And the, and the same way, vice versa on the offense, those guys make it work. And um, I think up front. We win the battle up front, Charles. I think we're gonna win a we're gonna win a we're gonna win a lot of ball games. We win that battle. And that's where it starts at up front. And you also win battles on special teams. We lost one of the best kickers we've had here, and Corey McCullough, all conference kicker, did all the kicking duties for us. So as we transition to special teams, I know we've got quite a few guys that'll be taking on the role of place kicking and punting. Talk about that. Yeah, we got quite a few, Charles, and I think that that, that what we're looking at now um, is Christopher Thompson. Uh, uh, he's been he's been kicking the ball well, kickoff. Um, also could be our backup punter as well. Um, we got Robert um, Bowplier. Uh, he's our punter. 
uh, and he can boot the charge. We just got to make sure that we're doing everything up front to, to give him time to, to get that thing uh, off his foot. can change the field for you. I mean, he can change the field for you. Uh, can put you in a good position to 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 be successful as far as where he gonna punt it and and our directional kick is what we do and and we're gonna try to keep him to where he can keep his keep his keep punting and keep his average up so um those young men have been working very hard. I talk to them just about every day because you know kickers and long snappers they got their own little huddle you know they they to themselves all the time, but I make it my business to go over there and just try to get in their head a little bit Charles and and see what they're thinking about and, and just give them some key stuff to, to, to work on um, as well. So they've been doing a, a tremendous job of, of kicking the ball. Um, the thing we got, we got two good uh, kickers right now, and we got some young guys that came in. Uh, some Oracle guys have been doing pretty good too as well, Charles. Um, Tisdale, and then you got Noah. Um, those guys have been, been, been very excited about being here too, Charles. Those guys are very excited. And so we're just going to continue to work those guys and this is their first year, you know. Um, but we're excited about everybody that we have uh, on this football team. Um, I mean, from from seniors to, to walk-ons. So we're excited about it. Is it safe to say this is the deepest that we've been in terms of kicking, place kicking and punting? Yeah, because, you know, you know Corey did punt and, um, and place kicking. So uh, when he was here, um, I think the, the prior – to Corey coming, um, McCraney did the same thing. He plays kick in the punter, so um, we're excited about it. And um, and this this is this is deep. Uh, just to have those guys out there, just take some, just take some kicking off some of them guys' legs. It, it means a lot, you know. When you have quarterbacks that throws a lot in the course of practice, and you got five quarterbacks, just take some throws off of them a little bit. So um, I think that kind of helps to where those guys can kind of take a break sometime when you got other guys that can kick. And then punt and kickoff return. Uh, we saw Nico Duffy. We saw Pringle. Uh, talk about some of the guys that we'll see going into this season that'll be on the punt and kickoff return. Duties. Well, those guys, we, we look for sure-hand guys, Charles. And, you know, those guys, they, they work it during pregame um, and then they work it during pre-practice. Uh, every practice we have here uh, of trying to, to catch the ball clean and and understand what we're trying to do as well as far as the the, the, the punt return and kickoff return um, and where we're trying to go with it. So uh, I think that Charles Pringle has been doing a good job, and he did some last year. I mean, I, in our 19, um, Nico, um, we just have to be careful with him because he's our running back as well, but he want to be back there. Uh, just the opportunity, though, guys, we're just looking for some sure-hand guys that don't muff the, the punt or the kick uh, when it's kicked. So, um, Manny Jones, he's been back there returning punts and kicks. So we got a variety of guys that can do it, Charles. It's just that who we feel comfortable going out there with uh, during the course of the game. So you may see um, two or three guys out there sometimes and um, that can return kicks and, and can catch the ball very well. That's offense, defense, special teams. Is Fred McNair breaking it down for us? Of course, a lot of this will be sorted out once we get ready for week zero Saturday against North Carolina Central. We'll take a break right here. Uh, we'll get to some of the text and tweets as uh, we took a little long on the breakdown, but we wanted to give you an opportunity to uh, to find out who will be starting and who will be in there as we get ready for Central. We'll take a break here. We'll get to the text and tweets when we come back after this timeout. We don't fight fair, so we'll just fight harder. We didn't come here to play around. You're going down. Honestly, I hate you. I'm stronger than you. I'm more determined than you. We're going to beat you, cancer. Because the American Cancer Society is on our team. And together, we're unstoppable. My name is John Calipari. I'm Roy Williams. I'm Jim Behan. I'm Tubby Smith. And I'm a coach versus cancer. Football bands and one of the best fan experiences in the country. The Cricket BX Whack Challenge kickoff returns to Atlanta on August 28th along with special guests. College game day. Then Alcorn State takes on North Carolina Central with conference bragging rights on the line. Center Park Stadium is the place to be on August 28th. Come tailgate all day before enjoying a primetime matchup on the gridiron. You don't want to miss this. Check out MeaxWackChallenge.com for more information. 
back to the Fred McNair Radio Football. Program here on 91.7 WPRL, the Brave Sports Network, WPRL.org. Also in, in Natchez, WMISWTYJ in Fayette, Natchez, NatchezRadio.com. Uh, we got a text coming in, Coach, uh, for you. As fans and alumni, we're excited about the upcoming season. We'll sing Glad to See You Again like never before. Thank you for your hard work and dedication as fans and alumni. What, if anything, can be done to add to the support of the team and the coaching staff? Well, I'll tell you what, just continue to, to, to support uh, to support this uh, this football program as you've been doing. Uh, some wonderful fans I know um, I've seen firsthand um, in all the games that we play at home, and, and uh, y'all support have been very, very much needed. And I think that you guys are doing a great job of, of, of bringing the purple and gold uh, to the stadium. So uh, just continue to pour, support this football program and, um, you know, support all these programs. I mean, we, we're, we're in need, uh, as I say, we're in need. Um, and uh, just um, just continue to, su- to support us and, and do the things that you, you've been doing. I think the A-Club did a great job uh, this past weekend of feeding the guys uh, after the uh, mock scrimmage. Uh, we thank um, uh, Brother Moore. Uh, for everything in the A-Club uh, that they've done uh, here on the past weekend. So we appreciate everything that you guys do. Um, every little bit helps. Uh, every little bit helps. So just continue to support us. And um, there's another question coming in. Uh, Jamie Harrington of Fayette, Mississippi, you know, listening to us in Fayette on WMISWTYJ Fayette Natchez. Will he be uh, available this season? We're gonna. Uh, we, we, we Coach Thorne is really working with those young men that 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 being developed as football players, and um, and the thing is that we just got to continue to to mold these young men to where um, when they get ready to play, they're ready to play. Uh, if that makes sense to you, Charles, uh, you know. But we just got to continue to work these guys and continue to work the guys that's coming in and get them ready to play. And from that same text, how can we recruit more players from the surrounding areas like Warren County? And we've got a couple of players from Vicksburg, including Solomon Muhammad, who's now coaching at Vicksburg High School. A lot of people might not know that. I was shocked to see Solomon Muhammad uh, at the Jamboree, Coach McNair, the other night uh, down in Hazelhurst. So good to see Solomon Muhammad doing some good stuff. But uh, recruiting from Warren County and Wilkinson County. You know, I think the biggest thing is even when I, I recruited uh, Juan Anthony from Wixon County years and years and years ago, it seemed like he'd been there forever. <laughs> but uh, we, we still reach out to to our local kids, our local our local schools first uh, before we before we recruit. Unfortunately, you know, through this um, through this whole ordeal with the with the um, with the coronavirus and us not being able to get out as we normally do and recruit, uh, we normally have to call in and uh, tweet um, to schools and try to find identify the young men that, that want to be at Alcorn. And I always tell our coaching staff, uh, we want the guys that want to be here at Alcorn uh, State University. So we go out and recruit a kid, and he got a lot of things going on. Um, you know, that may, may, He may not want to be at Alcorn. So uh, we want those players that want to be at Alcorn, not only the players, but we want them uh, to know that they can get a quality education here as well. From the Twitter feed, you can text a question, of course, anytime, 601-348-7254. You can tweet a question on Twitter, Tallman Radio. Uh, Edgar Grayer uh, tweets, Coach, who are your most impactful newcomers on offense and defense? Well, I mean, just really just pick any of them, Charlie, because all the guys, it seems like it's new to them now because it's a new year for us. It's a new year for us. It's a new camp for us. And, and uh, we always try to treat all the guys the same. Um, but you, you look at the offensive side of the ball, and there's not, not many freshmen uh, that's coming in right now on the offensive side of the ball. Um, Michael Moment may get a chance to start on Saturday. He's a freshman offensive lineman. Um, very good-looking good looking guy, too, can, can move. Uh, so he may get a chance to start on Friday, I mean on Saturday. This depends on um, how, how, how Coach Rattenfield. And T.J. Bayfield uh, sent in a tweet. We talked about special teams. We just talked about it. How big of an advantage is it to have multiple kickers and punters available for games? Well, it, it is very important that you have a multi-kicker, especially when you talk about the punt and the um, the field goal. 
Um, I think it takes a lot off of a guy when he just only have to do one thing, especially at that position. That's a very sensitive position, Chuck. You miss the extra point, you go in the tank or something of that nature, and now how is that going to affect your punting? So it's very important. I think Bo Ply and uh, Christoph Thompson, Thompson is going to do a very good job of their duties that they're asked to do. And Mr. T says, good luck, Coach. The Metro Atlanta chapter wishes you all the best, safe travels, and they're waiting for your team and company to come to Atlanta. We so appreciate it. We'll be, <laughs> we'll be seeing you all very soon, hopefully. Um, thanks for the safe travel. Uh, much needed as always. Uh, and uh, we're excited about uh, getting to Atlanta to see um, some some alumni there from, from the Metro Atlanta area, Charles. Uh, be very nice to be greeted by those people. And Ernest Brown just sent in a tweet just 15 seconds ago talking about the linebackers. Uh, talk a little bit about that. I tell you what, uh, Coach Thornton did a good job of going out and identifying some guys. So we got some, we got some linebackers that can really run. Uh, these guys can really run. Damian Anderson um, at the mic position, uh, Claudine Cherry Lou. Uh, at the wheel, and these guys can run, Charles. I mean, this is no no kid. These guys can run. Uh, Ernest Wood from Natchez, from from Natchez, <laughs> from a local, from local now. You know, um, at the nickel spot, along with Malcolm, Malcolm McGee, and um, I'm excited about seeing these guys on the field uh, playing against another jersey, man. I, I am very excited uh, about seeing this 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 core of young men that we have. All right, we appreciate all the text and tweets. We're going to take a break right here, and we're going to dive into Week Zero, our opponent, North Carolina Central. They've got an Eagle grad as their head coach. He was hired in 2018, and we'll talk about it in the MEAC SWAC Challenge, Alcorn and North Carolina Central from Center Park Stadium in Atlanta. The Cricket Wireless MEAC SWAC Challenge will break it down after this timeout on the Brave Sports Network. Once you get to Alcorn, it's kind of like there's a place for everybody. I fell in love with the people. Overall, I just, I, I love the experience, whether it's personal, whether it's in education. Anywhere you turn, there's always a helping hand. People just going up and asking you, hey, are you new, are you lost, you know, and taking an interest. I would tell students if they want to be challenged to learn and grow and be in an environment that is nurturing and a place where they're not just a number, where people know you by name, then I would tell them to come to Alcorn. Football bands and one of the best fan experiences in the country. The Cricket BX Swag Challenge kickoff returns to Atlanta on August 28th along with special guests. College game day. Then Alcorn State takes on North Carolina Central with conference bragging rights on the line. Center Park Stadium is the place to be on August 28th. Come tailgate all day before enjoying a primetime matchup on the gridiron. You don't want to miss this. Check out MeaxSwackChallenge.com for more information. Once you get to Alcorn, it's kind of like there's a place for everybody. I fell in love with the people. Overall, I just, I, I love the experience, whether it's personal, whether it's in Central, but it's been the first time we've played this team in a while. I believe 45 years uh, since it's it's been it's been a while since uh, it's been in the 70s. So we'll talk about that coming up here. But if you look at the Central team, Coach, they're like us. They didn't play. It's been a couple of years since we played. Same deal with uh, same deal with Central. Trey Oliver is their head coach. He's a 1998 North Carolina Central grad. And, uh, you know, Delaware State, he was at Southern University, was uh, on the defensive side of the ball there at Southern University. So he's very familiar with the SWAC. And so as you look at this uh, central team, the Eagles of North Carolina Central, what can we expect coming up here with this ball club that we're seeing Saturday? A lot of, a lot of challenges for us, Charles. I mean, um, on the offensive side of the ball, they got a quarterback that's coming back, uh, David Richardson. Richard, um, he's completed 51% of his passing last year. Uh, well, in 19, um, very heady guy. Um, got a chance to play in a lot of ball games last year. Um, wide receivers, a very speedy wide receiver, pretty uh, 6'2", 225, 20-pound receiver. Had 28 receptions uh, in 19. Uh, not a whole lot of yards, but he's averaged 12.6 with two touchdowns. Uh, Ryan McDaniel, um, senior, the, the receiver, of course, got a lot of hype. Uh, team high 39 reception. So on the offensive side of the ball, they got a running back that's that's pretty dynamic. Um, 
can run the ball very well. Jordan Freeman uh, had 365 yards rushing and um, off 72 carries. So um, I think that what we got here, and as far as the, their defense, um, they got two all-conference um on the defense side of the ball, uh, defensive back uh, Manning Smith um, had 43 tackles, 30 solos. Um, also had defensive end Jesse Maylett. He's a 6'3", 235-pound uh, defensive end, recorded uh, 26 tackles, 17 solos. So um, they had uh, – I think they got like more than four returns on, on defense coming back, Charles, and I think about eight on offense coming back. So um, pretty much we got – Got to work cut out for us on both sides of the ball because they are a pretty talented team. Um, and I think Trey going to have those guys ready to play. Um, knowing that he's coming from Southern and, and been in that far with the swag before. So um, he's going to have those guys up and ready, ready to play. And that's what we're trying to instill in our guys. They're going to be ready to play. Uh, they know what we've done in the past. And so, you know, we, we're, we're still not going to stick up on anybody, Charles. So we got to put our but I, we got to lace our cleats up, Charles, and get ready to play. Well, the Central was four and eight two years ago, three and five in the MEAC. Um, that the first season in the MEAC was 2011, so the first time since 2011 that they've had those low totals in terms of uh, in terms of wins and high totals in terms of losses. Uh, offensively, coach, you talked about. Um, uh, Richard, the quarterback, he had 13 touchdowns two years ago, had 2,000 yards passing, 12 touchdowns, three rushing touchdowns. They so have to count for him in the backfield. And that's that's one of the things that 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 that, uh, that that's that that's dynamic uh, to our offense when you have a quarterback that can throw and run. Uh, so we do have to make sure that we we key him and and uh, try to get him on the pay dirt as much as we can when we can. So. Um, Defense, we got our work cut out for us over there with him. Isaiah Totten, we'll be looking at him, even though this team was second to last in the league with just 11 rushing uh, touchdowns two years ago. Totten, 636 yards, averaged four yards per carry, 5'9", 195, a redshirt senior. What problems could he pose for you? And he's a low, Charles. That's one of the guys that that's gonna, they're going to feed. Um, they said they're going to open up holes for him to run through, Charles. Um, but we begged the difference on that. So our defense is well up for the challenge for him. So um, we just got to make sure we get him to the dirt um, well, when we tackle. Defensively, they lost a lot from two years ago. When you look at the numbers defensively, uh, they they lost a guy with 16 and a half tackles for loss, MEAC Defensive Player of the Year, a guy that had four and a half sacks two years ago, a guy that had five interceptions two years ago, a guy that had nine sacks and three forced fumbles two years ago. They lost a lot on defense. So, But what do you see about this this defensive unit, though, that can that worries you? Well, the biggest thing is, Charles, as coaches, we always try to uh, not judge the book by the color. Um, um, but, you know, we just have to continue to, to grind and grind uh, and make sure that we understand what they're trying to do um, on the defense side of the ball as well. So um, I don't take any team lightly. Uh, this is not one of them. This is the first one that we play. We don't take any team lightly as a coaching staff. We go out and identify what we need to do to win ball games. And I think that what we're doing now um, will be something good for us to, to go into the game with um, to win a ball game. I expect, Coach, with this, you know, we hadn't played in two years, and it's been over – I've read their game notes. Uh, it's been a while since they have played as well. You know, you expect the first part of the game, they're going to be going to be nervous as heck. You know, 644 days for North Carolina Central in between games. So, I mean, we're kind of, we're kind of in that same boat as well. You know, it's been a while since we've played, and it's been over 600 days since they have played. You expect, you know, the early moments of the game, there's going to be a lot of angst, a lot of nervous moments for everyone out there, including the announcers, including me and Emmanuel Barnes and Cedric Tim. We're going to be nervous. <laughs> um, but, it, you know, it's it's just – and it's human nature. I mean, you know, they say when you ride a bike, you never forget it. But at some point, you know, when you haven't done it in almost two years, it does take a, a little bit of time to, to knock the dust off. So I'm sure you'll be patient early in the game as as the, as your team tries to get his lather going, I think I think more on uh, more on defense until we um, figure the figure the offense out what they're trying to do. 
because our offensive coordinator, he was at Southern as well uh, with Trey um, down at Southern. So would it be some of the things that the Southern had or, or something new? Uh, he's going to put his own philosophy in as far as offense. But uh, we'll, we'll get him figured out. Coach Thornton, uh, he does a great job of, of, of stepping up to the mic uh, when it's time to get that defense to rally. So uh, we're excited about, like I said, where we're at now. And, and on Saturday we'll be ready to play. We'll be ready to lace our clicks up and get at it. Well, Coach, we appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. And uh, the thing about the schedule, we open up in Atlanta, then we're off next Saturday, and then we've got Northwestern, then South Alabama, and a short turnaround as we open up as the Western Division against UAPB on a Thursday night. There's not going to be any gimmies in this thing, is it? No, Charles, the, the, the table is set, Charles, and, and that's one thing that, you know, as a staff that we, we never look um, past our, 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 our first opponent. Uh, we're getting ready for Central, and it's going to be a, be, a, be a good ball game for us to, to go out and play. And um, just like I said, we never look past our, our first opponent, the, the, the first big game. We'll be on the air at 5.30 Central Time, kickoff about 6.03, 6.04 Central Time from Atlanta. Coach, we appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. All right, Charles. Thanks a lot. That'll do it for the Fred McNair Radio Show. Glad you can join us on the Braves Sports Network. I'm Charles Eppin with head coach Fred McNair, producer Cedric Tillman, and Jamario Brooks. We apologize for some of the technical quirks that we had our first week. New equipment that we're testing out, but we'll work out all those kinks. I assure you of that. We'll talk to you next Monday night. We'll recap the Central game, talk about the bye week, and kind of look ahead to Northwestern State as they roll in here in a couple of weeks. So long. 